Today is Sunday, January 1st, 2017. Tomorrow it will be seven weeks since I filed for divorce. And I just can't believe seven weeks have gone by. It seems to have flown by, but so does the entire 2016. Tomorrow is my daughter's 18th birthday. Another thing I cannot believe, life just goes so fast. She's going to be 18 tomorrow, and it just seems like yesterday she was in elementary school. I can't believe how fast it's gone. I remember walking her to preschool. We lived in a neighborhood where I could walk her to preschool, and I remember elementary school, middle school, and her high school has just gone so fast. It's just been a blink. And she's got a few months of high school left, and she will be leaving for Texas A&M. I have... Uh, not much new to update on the divorce. I sent my attorney the budget, my um, notes on the custody agreement, and I also had to send something to her called a narrative where there was a few questions I had to answer. I guess just in an effort to capture why I'm getting a divorce, the narrative that I had to give her asked me uh, what my life was like before I was married, what my life was like during my marriage. And one of the interesting questions on the narrative was, how will the other side, that is Mike's side, how will the other side characterize you? And that was an interesting exercise to try to figure out how Mike and his legal team will characterize me. And although Texas is a no-fault state, meaning it doesn't matter really who did what or who committed adultery or who lied or whatever, those things do still matter, my attorney tells me. Um, so in the narrative, I talked about how um, I put myself through college, working and getting grants, from the government and student loans, I put myself through college and that I was working and, you know, building my own career and that I maintained my career four years into my marriage and then quit my job to uh, take care of our children and be a stay-at-home mom and to help take care of Mike and our house and the things that he needed and to list some of the causes for the divorce. And I was thinking about the loneliness I think my biggest complaint in my marriage was feeling lonely a lot. It was lonelier than I ever remembered feeling before. And I am a person who is familiar with loneliness. I grew up as an only child until my sister was born at age 13. When I was 13, my sister was born. And so I was pretty much an only child. And with that many years between us, we were not close. But I always had a lot of friends and a lot of people over to my house. I was always very busy with activities and family and things. But my marriage was lonely. I feel like Walmart really tricked us. We were tricked. 
by Walmart. We, Mike and I were newlyweds, just married, moved to Bentonville, Arkansas for him to take this job at Walmart. And two weeks after he was there, they switched his assignment to an international job. And so he was gone for weeks at a time, literally two and three weeks at a time out of the country. And I was very lonely uh, in the first couple of years of our marriage. And that, that was very hard. I was away from family and I was lonely. And, you know, that loneliness persisted throughout the years of our marriage because Mike is um, very introverted. He likes to do things on his own. He likes to read. He likes to work in the garage, race a car, ride a bike, do very singular activities, golfing, things like that, where I, I was never a golfer. And, may, you know, maybe I should have learned, but I was very lonely. And I was thinking, I still feel lonely quite a lot. And, you know, I have my kids at home, but they're not companions like a significant other is. I mean, I can, I'm the mom. I'm not the friend. I'm the one harassing them to clean up their rooms and do their homework, feed the dog, take out the trash, that kind of stuff. And I, and I have a very good relationship with my kids. We get along well. There's no fighting. There's no strife. There are no major issues with them. It's still very lonely. You know, at night after we have dinner and we clean the kitchen, they're off doing their thing. And I'm, you know, doing my thing. I'm either on the computer or I'm watching the news or I'm reading or something. And they're playing video games or doing homework or texting on their phones. And so it's not a situation where I have another adult companion with me and we're talking and hanging out. And... My daughter leaves for college this year. I can't believe it's this year that she's going to move out and leave. And I can tell that it's going to be a depressing occasion. I mean, bittersweet. As parents, we are preparing our children to leave the nest. That's considered a success when they launch. <laughs> and she's going to be launching soon uh, into college, eight years of it. Uh, four years of undergrad and four years of vet school. So she's going to be in college for a very long time. But I already will be missing her. I already miss her. She's so busy. So the loneliness, I think, will persist unless I do things to change it. Um, I thought about joining some groups for divorced people. I don't know. Sometimes I think that's kind of corny, but um, I was noticing that at the church where my daughter teaches Sunday school, she's been doing this for years, she teaches a Sunday school class every Sunday morning, and she's done this for, gosh, seven or eight years. They love her there. And I attend that church sometimes, definitely on holidays like Easter and Christmas. It's also the church where my daughter uh, went to private school, so she has deep connections there. But I noticed at the church that they have a group, uh, a a religiously affiliated group, but for divorced people. So it meets on Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. and it's just for divorced people. And I thought, you know, maybe I should go and try it out. I don't know. Would, maybe it'll be too depressing or weird. I, I'm not sure. And I don't want to sit around and talk about how much Jesus loves all of us. I That just, that's not helpful to me. But 
I think that maybe talking in that setting with other people who are kind of going through that, it might be helpful. I'm not sure. I think I'm lonely also because I lost a lot of my friends. I mean, not lost, but they've moved away or gotten married or I've moved. I just don't have that network like I used to have. In, in our old neighborhood, you know, we were all moms together. Our kids were growing up together. We were very involved in the school. There were lots of opportunities to be connected to each other and to the school, to church, to the community, that kind of thing. And as your kids get older, you kind of lose those connections because your kids make their own friends and they don't really want their moms involved in their social life kind of thing. But my best friend moved away to Portland. My other friend got married and I moved out of the neighborhood. And so I just, and a lot of my neighbors moved away too. So I just don't have all the people in my life like I used to. I used to have a house full of people all the time. People were always coming over. Neighbor kids were always over. My friends were always over. We were always playing cards or having a cocktail or watching movies or just hanging out in the driveway watching our kids ride their bikes. We did that for years. And I don't have that network anymore. It is helpful for me, I think, to hang around with other people who are divorced. That's helpful. Uh, in fact, this weekend, um, I spent time with some friends of mine who are dating each other and they're both divorced and you know maybe they'll get married maybe they won't who knows but it's kind of helpful I think to have friends in my life who I can have that connection with but I don't know maybe I'll try that out next Sunday this um, church group for divorced people it's at 11 a.m. on Sunday Maybe I'll go give it a try. I'm not sure. I, I don't know what to expect. If it's a big pity party, I won't like that. Um, if it's, like I said, heavily religious and all about Jesus loves you, that I won't really dig either. But if it's, you know, people who are talking about their successes or talking about the changes in their life and how they're affected by them, that, that could be cool. So I might uh, might try to do that. I'm assuming that tomorrow, being Monday, January 2nd, I will hear from my attorney. I have not heard from my attorney in quite a while, though Though I haven't expected to. There hasn't been anything she's owed me. I, I owed her all of the paperwork. But I'm hoping that maybe she and I can have a conversation and she can talk to me about next steps. Oh, gosh, I just remembered I still owe her an inventory of my stuff. I need to, I need to get that to her because we're asking... Mike to do the same so we can compare what physical assets uh, we both have. And I'm pretty sure he has a whole lot more than I do. I have a small house with not a lot of stuff in it, but we'll see how the inventory goes. Anyway, going to try to complete my divorce in 2017, start a new chapter in my life, try to make 2017 something good, uh, even better than last year. I, I'd started out the year pretty good. The first thing I ate was apple pie, <laughs> and then I had a cheeseburger for lunch. So, uh, so far, 2017 is pretty good. But I'd like to get myself in better shape and try to find a new job, complete my divorce, just really make all these things happen, I think, would make a great 2017.